My next guest on the podcast is one of the most fun guys you're ever going to meet. He's a former systems engineer turned product pitchman for one of the largest mobile carriers in the world. He's a self-titled how-to and unboxing guy over at T-Mobile, a product evangelist, if you will. If you've seen him flying through the air or swimming with the sharks, it's all in the name of the next epic unboxing. Des Smith from T-Mobile, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. This is, this is awesome. This is a long time coming. We've been talking about this for a while. Oh, we have. We have. I mean, I think we were talking about this pre-pandemic. I mean, I actually, I didn't have a podcast up until the pod, until the pandemic. So it must have been like right around then. I know you were like at the top of my list of people to call. So um, I, I just uh, like a little brief history. Like you and I have been interacting for a long time. We first met, if I remember correctly, at the Moto Moto. G, what was the name of it? Moto G Force. Uh, the um, is that events. the one with the plastic screen in New York? Where yes. We could slam it on the ground and nothing would happen. And, and yes, and there were the there was the there were the um, the uh, I, I hate to use this term, I really really do, but the booth babes that they were like slamming the hammers up against the uh, plexiglass walls. Do you remember that? Product every time like, someone walked. Adam, product, product ambassadors. ambassadors. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't find the right term there. In fact, I might just edit that out. But anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm really glad that we could uh, that we could uh, you know make this happen. And before we uh, really dive into it, I just need to give a quick disclaimer. We already talked about this a little bit off the air, but Des loves live streams, and normally this podcast is a live stream on YouTube. But I just got a new dog, and that uh, that gives me uh, three total pooches in the house. And the new guy is still learning the ropes around here. So at any given time, this conversation could devolve into a barking and snarling match, and I might have to go, like, run away. So that's why this isn't live. I'm going to utilize the magic of the post-production safety net. And so this month, uh, month's episode is not live, and for that, Des, I am very, very sorry. That is okay. But. We understand we're getting a new dog, too, and uh, I I promise I won't personally bark at you and I won't answer the dogs if they bark. I appreciate that. I mean, the, the, I mean, you can bark at me if you want. I mean, honestly, if, if that's where the conversation goes, I'm not going to fight it. Sounds good. But, uh, but no, I mean, like one of the reasons I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk to you is um, I kind of, you're kind of like a whole other level of nerd, like above me. Um, because And like, you're kind of like, I want to say you're kind of the... Um, the T-Mobile equivalent of like a Miriam Joar because like you've got the engineering background, you've got the product background, and you've just got like this whole total package that is like a really, really, um, I, I don't want to say unique, but it's it's a really, it, compared to like where I'm coming from, like from a consumer level, you know, I, we, we spent 10 minutes talking about what an SS7 engineer is before this, because I honestly had no idea. Yeah. So, um, but you've done all, you've been there and done all of that. So I just wanted to start off by just talking about like a little bit of your, of your background. You've been an engineer, a product manager, a product evangelist. So basically you've lived the entire life cycle of a smartphone and mobile network. And, and that alone probably makes you the smartest guy in the room. So I really just want to <laughs> kick back and listen to you say smart stuff for the next Hour, oh boy! That's cool. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. So sure. uh, no. So you have an engineering background, and um, we talked a little bit about being an SS7 engineer, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm going to spare you repeating all of that. But uh, suffice it to say, you worked on like some of the the the, the infrastructure that mm -hmm. that phones work on these days, and then you kind of made a jump over into like the 
product development. And this is actually where I cut you off yes, off the air we can, and said, let's talk about this because you were you were you were an engineer and you were talking to some of sure. the guys in the next cube over. And I will let you take the story. Yeah, from there. I mean, that I mean, that's it's really kind of for me, it was right place, right time. I was um, I was just saying I was the biggest phone nerd on the planet, um, constantly uh, reading these things called blogs on this thing called oh. the internet. It was all new. <laughs> and um, there were a couple, there were, um, I was a huge Nokia, uh, like Series 60 fan. And this is back okay. in, um, like, uh, before the N Series, back in like the 3650s, 3660s, so that weird kind of almost hourglass-shaped phone that had the circular yeah. dial pad on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and then the 6600, I think, was one, where it was like a little kind of a diamond-shaped phone. Uh, and then, gosh, there were there were so many great phones uh, that I was always like trying to learn more about, and and the phones had cameras in them. Uh, and hmm. meanwhile, kind of. right, <laughs> kind of, kind of like VG, like postage stamp size cameras. Um, always reading about. I remember there was one called the Neo Node. Do you remember Neo Node? It was a little so, tiny, funny uh, thing. Just just so we're on the same page, I should I should mention that I didn't really get into the space until like the late aughts. So like <laughs> when people when people are like talking about like the super old Nokia's and the flip phones and stuff like that, you know, I had a phone, but I was not like a megaphone nerd. Until well, we could, I we got can... I was very late to the party. Well, that's okay. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there in a minute. So long story yeah, short, yeah, yeah. I loved uh, the European kind of this new smartphone thing that was coming out in the world. That was mm -hmm. primarily being spearheaded by Nokia and a little bit of Ericsson um, back in those days. Um, and then all these weird little other startup companies coming out of Silicon Valley. Um, and a good example and kind of the most, um, the biggest one for me that had influence on my life was Danger. So the, before it was a sidekick at T-Mobile. It was the okay. it was the danger hip top, and it was kind of rumored. <laughs> and you can go to danger.com and see this snazzy uh, like um, product demo reel that showed this this phone, like this thing, right? Yeah. That could swivel open, and you could send AIM instant messages and ICQ messages. And I was like, "What is this? I have to have this thing." And uh, being an engineer, and, yeah, and it wasn't called a Pro Max. No, and so that yeah. <laughs> Right, and that it, was back when phones had names. You're right, and it was like it was a thing. Uh, but I was sitting in my engineering cubicle, looking out a window in a rainy day in Seattle, like it is today. Um, and my buddy Jason was going back and forth to this supply closet behind me. With there was a locked door, and it was a probably a room about the size of this small little home office I'm sitting in. Um, and I would, you know, I'd say, "Hey, Jason, have you?" And he worked in product development uh, with a couple other friends of mine. And I said, uh, what do you got in the closet? And he goes, you really want to see? And he goes, I, I, I noticed over your shoulder uh, that you were looking at that uh, danger phone. And I was like, yeah, have you seen this thing? He goes, come in here. And you unlocked the closet and opened the door. And there were danger hip tops as far as the eye could see. Uh, wow. And that was, I was like, wait, we're going to launch this thing? And, you know, that was it. I was hooked. I was, T-Mobile was doing something cool. I didn't have to import all these crazy Nokias and Ericsons anymore. We were going to have this cool thing. And I was like, how do I, how do I get to do that? Uh, and that was it. I eventually kind of horizontally moved out of my uh, network engineering role into a product engineering role. And I started writing requirements for multimedia Related functions for sending 
MP, for how a phone might play an MP3 or how Ooh. a phone might uh, record a video, things like that. And then into product development, uh, working on, and this is maybe kind of where you came in on razors, crazers, rockers, risers. I yeah. had I had all the Motorola devices, uh, and that was fun. Uh, they weren't smartphones like I I wanted, but we were launching sure. Sidekicks at the same time, kind of in tandem, and had. We were probably on a maybe a sidekick two, and I was helping with beta tests and things like that with my friends who were the product leads on those devices. And then one day, as I was I was product manager for so I was product manager for the Motorola Sidekick, the Sidekick Slide, uh, the most horrendous Sidekick we ever made. Uh, <laughs> and it was it actually wasn't terrible. The idea was to bring a Sidekick to the masses. Um, but the slide was not a swivel hinge. Uh, and at the last minute, there was a hardware change made by our partner um, that allowed the removable battery to kind of jiggle around inside the device. And that device mm. constantly powered off thanks to a loose battery because uh, someone decided the battery was a little too tight in the battery tray. But, uh, huh. you know, right. you always learn from things like that. But that was my yeah. first uh, experience on a sidekick. Then I did a sidekick. Uh, 2018, I did the Blade, which was a sharp sidekick, um, and worked on a lot of that kind of stuff. But then I had a, a really cool experience. One day, my boss hauls me into his office, and he goes, Des, I need you to get on a plane tomorrow. No questions asked. You can't tell anybody where you're going. And when you come back, your desk will be gone. And I was um. like, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> am I getting fired? This sounds great. Sign me up. Uh, and the next day, I was in Mountain View, California. Uh, in a room with uh, Andy Rubin and Hiroshi Lockheimer uh, and the the um, Android product team. And we were working on what would eventually become the HTC Dream and T-Mobile G1. Uh, wow. And so that was about a year of development with those guys. And it was T-Mobile US and uh, Deutsche Telekom T-Mobile. So we had some, some German friends in the room too. And everybody was working on their requirements and bringing their experience about what was great about devices and how could they work best on our network and uh, what kind of cool things the Android guys were cooking up. And, uh, you know, that's it. The rest is history. Hooked hooked after that. And once you launch yeah. one, you have to launch another one that's more powerful or has a bigger screen or has a cool virtual assistant built into it. And and uh, I, did, I did from that point on, I was almost exclusively Android. Uh, I did think a lot of HTC phones, some LG phones, G2X, the our first kind of gaming phone with the Tegra processor in it. Okay, um, that was a, that was probably one of my favorites. Um, uh, and actually, I, a funny story about that one is uh, when we launched the G2X from LG, uh, we partnered with a bunch of developers that were NVIDIA developers. Um, Guys like the um, Vector Unit guys or Madfinger Games, uh, they make some fun games that are still out there today. Vector okay. Unit made this uh, jet ski game called Riptide GP, uh, hmm. and that eventually evolved into Shine Runner, and then a game that a lot of people watching the podcast now might have heard of called Beach Buggy Racing. Uh, and the cool okay. thing is, a friend of mine, his son, uh, was sitting in the car last night. We were visiting just uh, in a parking lot. Uh, picking up kids from various activities, and I said, uh, "I said, what's uh, what's Billy playing in your car? In his Tesla, he was playing beach buggy racing in the <laughs> in the Tesla." And I was like, nice. "Hey, I know the Vector Unit guys. That's pretty awesome." So it's uh, that is fun, a fun evolution. But yeah, 
after that, you know, it was it was building. You know, pro- oh, go ahead. Before we move on, I yeah, want to yeah. jump on because you talked about uh, smart assistants, and one thing that I picked up from my research <laughs> was I understand you're responsible for helping to develop a smart assistant before that was kind of a thing. Yeah, so it was. We it did, was something called a genius button, if I if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. So we actually had uh, an awesome awesome CEO back in the day at, at VoiceDream, Robert Dotson. And he said okay. uh, we were working on MyTouch. So that was like the in-house kind of um, uh, brand Android phones. And so we had a MyTouch yeah. 3G. Uh, and because I had such uh, a background with various keyboard devices, uh, we were going to make a MyTouch 3G slide, which uh, you know slid open, had a keyboard, HTC-driven yeah. device. Um, and one of the things that Robert said, as kind of a, a super everyday user, he goes, he goes, these Android phones are complicated, Des. I just, I want to push a button and tell it what I, what I want it to do. And I said, no problem, boss. We'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, and, <laughs> and uh, so we went out and created the uh, genius button, as it were. So we replaced mm. the search key on Android. Early Android devices had home, uh, back. Um, they had a search button, and uh, gosh, I have to look at one. I don't even remember what they are. Here, here's a G1 right here, <laughs> reaching off the screen. Uh, home, back, uh, maybe a power button? Oh, a menu button. They had a menu button, for crying out loud. And these are, these are physical buttons that these we're talking about These are physical here, buttons. They? There it is on a G1 right there. Um, awesome. And a search button. So uh, Google wanted a search button, of course, on the phone. We decided to replace the search button with the Genius button, and you could push it and tell it what you wanted the phone to do so you could find something like on a map you could search for something on the internet you could call someone or um gosh i can't even remember what the fourth thing was but there's there's videos out there if you search for genius button on youtube yeah. uh and uh we knew we had his seal of approval when he pushed the genius button for the first time and made a request and he looked up at us and he goes that's cooler than chili dogs so everything had to be cooler than chili dogs after that. But yeah, we okay. have a we have a couple patents around Genius Button uh, for what it does and how it interacts with folks. And uh, yeah, that was on my touch devices for a little while. And that uh, that kind of predates awesome. predates uh, Siri and Google Assistant, all those fun things. Now, um, yeah. So yeah, it was fun. That was. Uh, but that's what we did back then. Is when you had a when you had a product uh, and you needed it to do a little more. Or differentiate itself. You went out and developed. Uh, you know, you concepted it. You did a little research and you you developed it. We had uh, on other MyTouch devices. We had ideas of uh, taking some pictures uh, and then having an algorithm go in and look for eyes that were open, or people okay. smiling, or okay. may- maybe the picture was taken on a date that there was a note in your calendar that was someone's birthday. So it would actually score that picture a little higher. Uh, and then we would surface those pictures back up to you and offer huh. and and offer to put them in kind of a uh, put a copy of them in an album like your best picks. Um, yeah. uh, as well as we would also offer to print them through a printing service uh, and then have them um, sent to your house because back in those days people still liked to touch physical pictures. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember those days. So. <laughs> So yeah, you would actually put them into frames, and they would. It would just be that one picture. It wouldn't rotate through pictures, that <laughs> right? You, if you wanted a different picture, you took the back of the frame off, took the picture out, and put a new one. In. Yeah, very, yeah. very analog. Yeah, it reminds me of the the one time I, I I put a video, just a really stupid video, up on Instagram where we were using a paper map to draw drive along the uh, 
the Appalachian Trail, like the Skyline Drive, you know, right. that, mm-hmm. that goes. And so I like I was I was I was pinching on the map. And I'm like, this thing doesn't work at all. I can't zoom in. <laughs> zooming in is right? just bringing it closer. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, man, the days of analog. That's fun. <laughs> so so these days, um, you know, we can uh, we can fast forward a little bit sure. and uh, get to what you're doing these days. You're sort of a uh, you're sort of a, like a product. I, I, your your job title is a little nebulous because you're like a product guy. You do you do like so, social media videos. You do like press events and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like, what are you what are you doing these days for the so, team? Uh, well, so I am a kind of a well, I'm a director of creative content uh, for devices and products. Um, okay. The short version is uh, when we were making all those products back in the day. Um, we knew we needed to market them out to people so they could see there were other options out there for them than just the companies that had huge marketing dollars and big budgets and things like that. I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay. Couldn't, not going to mention any names, but but uh, we saw this thing called Twitter coming up, and I said, hey, this this could, this could might go somewhere. We should uh, we should uh, start tweeting about phones and talk about phones and have a conversation and, and answer questions. And I had another leader... Uh, in the T-Mobile organization who uh, who said to me, you know, it'd be great, Des, if we could just put you in every store. Just a little Des in every store to answer questions yeah. and help them with their phones. And I said, well... Or even a life-size Des. I mean, we're not picky. That Well, you know, <laughs> small Des might fit on the counter better, but... <laughs> that's, that's true, and easier to ship. Okay. It, yeah, yes. true, true. Less holes in the box. <laughs> Especially if we don't have to ship a charger with Right, it. right, exactly. <laughs> just, just a couple of uh, power pellets and I'll be good to go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... I said, well, social media seems to be a thing. Let's try, uh, let me try creating this persona and see if I can help answer some questions and if it if it goes somewhere, great. And so Ask Des was the handle I created. It was Ask Des a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, slowly but surely, uh, it's all organic. Uh, I've kind of nurtured that along and um, I answer T-Mobile related questions. I answer personal questions. I have friends and family that, that ask me that kind of stuff. And it's just one of those things where how can we help be helpful and kind of have fun, announce new products and things like that? Because one thing I saw is I saw a lot of folks doing these unboxings and things like that. But they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. it was very canned. It was um, at a table with a cool light, maybe a big monitor or something behind you or in front of you. And it was, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful panning shots of the backs of phones and fronts of phones. But really, it wasn't a conversation like you and I are having, where it's like, yeah. you want to know, oh yeah, let me let me let me show you, let me grab my iPhone and we'll make it work. Let me grab my Android device and we'll figure it out. Um, and so it needed to be more conversational. Um, but then, as you know, in social media, sometimes it has to be a little crazy. You have to. Uh-huh. Everybody's like, you got to make a viral video, viral video. And I was like, well, I'm not a video guy, or I wasn't back then, so to speak. And so I was <laughs> like, okay, well. We have this new Galaxy S6. This is kind of really when it when it got serious. Um, yeah. Galaxy S6, and uh, I said, "Well, they're going to announce it at Barcelona at Mobile World Congress. Can I go? To, can I fly to Barcelona?" And like, no, you don't have any budget. So, uh, so I didn't have any budget. Um, so I recruited a, a small agency, some friends of ours, and said, "Hey, I have this idea. I can't fly to Barcelona, but what if you caught me on the street uh, near the airport coming back from Barcelona?" And you were the security guys who saw that I had this secret case, um, <laughs> and you were going to track me down. And all I wanted to do is get the case and find a secure location and share it with all of you, all of all of the viewers uh, for T-Mobile and for Des and for for whatever, right? 
And so, right. we, so we filmed the Escape from Barcelona uh, unboxing, which was the lead-in for like an HTC phone and a Galaxy S6. Uh, okay. And people loved it and tons of views. And they said, you, you, you guys are so clever. And really, it's just me hamming it up being a, a, a like D-movie actor running yeah. around on the yeah. streets getting chased by I'm the... I'm familiar with that concept. Right? <laughs> getting chased by the bad guys. And so the next year was the Galaxy S7. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was the product manager for the S5, which was, quote, waterproof. But it had the replaceable back, had a little gasket. And you couldn't really take it in the water it would it would leak and and fill up with water pretty quick and you'd have a dead phone mm-hmm. and they said no the 7 is absolutely ip68 5 feet 30 minutes you can you can go underwater with this phone now we later learned that ip68 really means no salt water uh, you know there, there's there's <laughs> no chlorinated a, water there's a lot of disclaimers <laughs> these days yes. about that kind of stuff but you know being yes. the 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 Silly guy that I am, I'm just like, okay, I'm an idiot. Let's 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 unbox this phone underwater. Same thing you see on the internet. Just mm-hmm. I'm at a table, but I'm in a swimming pool, and give me a give me a scuba mask or a snorkel. You know, I can sit yep. close to the surface. Um, and again, budget being uh, not much, <laughs> and me being a D movie actor, uh, it was it was okay. Let's give Des a magenta snorkel and a magenta mask and put him in yep. a pool, and uh, we'll go from there. And that was our first kind of uh, crazy, fun, really wild unboxing, which was me in a swimming pool unboxing a waterproof phone, uh, showing See, that I, it was waterproof. <laughs> where I thought you were going with this was when you first came to my attention was when you did an unboxing on a water slide, and for the life of me, I can't remember which phone I, that was. We can talk was that about the, that. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's, so, uh, let's so, talk. so uh, so after the snorkel unboxing, the the underwater unboxing, then we had the mm-hmm. S eight the next year, um, and the S eight was like, okay, what are you gonna do to be cooler than the underwater unboxing? And I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was being a smartass as usual, and I was like, how about unboxing underwater with sharks? And then thinking, okay, after we do sharks, we're gonna do sharks with lasers, right? Just <laughs> you know, this stupid stuff in my brain, um, and they're like, okay. So I had been at a zoo here in the Seattle area, the Point to Find Zoo down in Tacoma, and they have an aquarium. Uh, and you can, for a small fee, or at least at the time, you could get in this little like pretend shark cage at the end of the aquarium and feed yeah. the sharks. You'd put on a wetsuit and you'd feed sharks through the, cool. And I was like, yeah. I bet you could just put a GoPro like on the outside of the cage, looking back at me and I could be this idiot in this shark cage. In well, a shark tank. Right? Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, the, uh, my friend uh, Daniel, the producer who helped me out with this, uh, called up the Point to Find Sue, and uh, the sharks had a virus, and they were under quarantine, and you couldn't have humans in the tank with them. So that mm. that little thing was wrong. He goes, but I made some calls to this place called Florida Shark, shark Diving in, uh, <laughs> in off the coast of uh, Jupiter, Florida, and we got a guy who goes out with the Discovery Channel for Shark Week uh, and, a, and, a, and a video guy who's this old pro, and they're happy to go film you out in the ocean with sharks doing whatever you want to do. And I was just dumb enough to say, yeah, that sounds good. That uh, sounds good. Let's do it. So that's the <laughs> Shark Tank unboxing. And then, of course, after sharks, it was everybody wanted to see water. So to, to answer your question, the notorious Note 7 that same year, the note that okay. unfortunately had some problems with batteries, um, uh, maybe I could see the future. And I knew that, that that phone should always be around water. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
right. was uh, we filmed that at a local um, water park here in Seattle. And that was because with that Note 7, you could use the S Pen even when the screen was wet. Because, you know, a lot of people, okay. a lot of people, Adam, find themselves wanting to write notes on their Note phone uh, with their S Pen in a rainstorm, apparently. If uh, I had a nickel. Uh, for, for every time, <laughs> you'd have uh, maybe a nickel. <laughs> I'd have ten cents. Yep. But that is that was a that was a fun one. Um, that video is still kind of secretly out there on the internet. We unfortunately had to take our version of it down because uh, you know the Note Seven was uh, a problem for Samsung. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But it was fun, and that was actually the first video where I brought my son along, my seventeen now seventeen year old son, and so he's in the background uh, on the water slides with us doing some fun. Oh, stuff fun too. Yeah, really fun. Okay. Bring your kid to work day. Right? I like it. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, as you talk about the unboxings, it was that's where the job transitioned into. It was making these fun um, edutainment, so entertaining and educational videos about mm -hmm. phones. Um, and then, of course, after you start talking about phones, people want to know how the features work. Uh, and so you try to come up with some fun, helpful how-to videos about features. Uh, and then you find that there are lots of folks out there that don't, don't know how to do lots of things with phones. Um, and it can be as simple as how to insert a SIM card. Like uh, when T-Mobile and Sprint came together, the Sprint customers, we learned, didn't, they, uh, they didn't, the Sprint customers didn't replace their SIM cards often. They didn't swap them out and put them in new phones. Uh, okay. And so I said, well, shucks, that's an easy one to make. Let's just show them how to find the, the you know, the SIM ejector pinhole on the side of the phone or on the top of the phone or the bottom of the phone. How to Show them in. how to not <clears throat> shove a uh, SIM ejector pin into a microphone hole. Well, that yes, good, that would be a good one, right? Watch, good watch one. out, there are there are microphone holes around the phone too. Yeah. But you know, that became a thing and then we'd start getting comments on our videos like, hey, that's awesome, how do I do this? And so you go from there. Um, you know, and it's funny because you, you're actually kind of going full circle here because you know, you started off on the social media to like have the conversation, ask Des how to mm -hmm. do things, mm -hmm. and then you know, like you started doing the you know the un the the unboxings and the videos like that, and now you're kind of circling back to the back to the how to how to content to sure. like you know how to, sure. I, I love it. Well, it's, and that's all things come come and, around. And yeah, and that's what that's what the great part about it, and that's why you know, you and I were talking about live. It's like after we started doing these unboxings. Um, we got invited to go to some of the launch events from Samsung and, and Moto, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I always thought, well, I'm spending the whole day in New York City or San Francisco or LA or wherever this this event's happening. We should go to one of the retail stores, like that, like that uh, mentor back in the day said, and actually be in the store and let people know we're showing up. We're gonna do, uh, we'll do live. There, there's this cool thing called YouTube Live or Facebook Live or mm -hmm. Instagram Live. We'll go live, we'll answer questions from the folks uh, on the live stream, we'll answer questions from the folks here in the audience if we can con someone into showing up and hanging out live with us for a few minutes. And uh, right. and then, you know, we started having launch events, like, right, we had the, the launch event for the OnePlus 6T uh, in the yep. Times Square store, where you, you I recall that right. I was and, not I was not there, but I was aware that it happened. But that's <laughs> and that's the fun thing. And then we invited some real YouTubers in. We had uh, Zach from uh, Jerry Rig Everything came mm -hmm. in. Uh, I think we've had uh, Linus was there for that one, and we had the actual unboxing people and the 
and the reliability folks or the testing guys and all those kind of folks come in and and hang out and meet some of their fans and talk about what they love about it and it just that's awesome. that's, that's where it got really fun and so love yeah. love the live stream yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I totally uh, I totally get that. And like, I just want to touch on some of the other unboxings that you've sure. done. You've done a Zero-G unboxing. Yep, that's our, um, that's, our, the... that's our only iPhone unboxing. Oh, really? Okay, yep. all right. I, I, know, I did notice that that was an iPhone unboxing. Mm -hmm. And then we had a Zipline unboxing, if I remember correctly. Yep. The uh, okay. Galaxy S20, our first, um, our first big 5G phone. We... Um, can't remember if we were flying or zipping through 5G. That was done in Puerto Rico on okay. the longest zip line in the Americas. It's called the Monster. It's uh, and I I would suggest that anybody listening to the podcast, if you ever go to Puerto Rico, you can uh, you can go to Toro Verde uh, and uh, go on the Monster in Puerto Rico. It's about an hour out of San Juan, if I remember correctly. And it is. I, I thought you were going to say the zip line was an hour. No. I'm like, but the holy zip line, crap. The zip line is like three and a half minutes. You literally, when we were filming that day, we went on the zip line, I think, eight times round trip, you know. And as, sure. as the day progressed, we actually had some clouds move in. And you could see from the top of the hill to the far end of the zip line, you could see clouds. And you would start dry and you would fly through a rain cloud. That's how right. long. Oh, that's, that's how long this thing was. That's uh, awesome. And you could go. I'm a bigger guy, so I was uh, I was in the upper 50 to 60 mile an hour speeds, uh, and cool. you know 50, 60 miles an hour, trying to fumble with a box and not drop a phone, and yeah, and there was no way to to get that up. And I'm notorious for all those stupid water unboxings are silly, right? Water unboxings. I'm notorious for dropping a phone somewhere. There's a there's a phone <laughs> off the coast of Jupiter, Florida. There's a, we did the, the, the S8 Active. We made it look kind of like a Casey Neistat vlog in, in mm -hmm. uh, Santa Monica area. And we went to the Santa Monica Signature Store, which is a T-Mobile store out there. Shout out to those guys. Um, and we were on the Santa Monica Pier and we went surfing. We went on the roller coaster and did all these things. And yes, in, this, in the surfing moment, my GoPro mount stuck to my surfboard uh, popped off and that there's a there's a there's a S8 active uh, in the ocean there about 100 yards to the south of the Santa Monica Pier. If you're looking you heard for it one, here folks, <laughs> let the treasure hunt commence. But, so, but yeah, that's awesome. but it's it's been fun. What other what other ones you want to know about? We've uh, we did 0G for the iPhone. Um, yep. we've done uh, rally cars for an LG phone. Nice. Which one? Uh, there's one that you brought in. You did like a collaboration with a YouTuber, and it was like I want to say it was like a mini you. Was it? Was it Zach? It, was, it Zach. was Zach. It was Zach. That was actually you were like a mini you walking around on his desk and stuff. That was kind of fun. Zach, I don't remember what phone that was. For. That was one of the the more recent uh, OnePlus phones, uh, and okay. it was Zach was doing. A, Zach was nice enough to include me in one of his uh, OnePlus unboxings, and it was. It was me walking around uh, on his desk where he would normally yeah. torture uh, a phone, uh, and instead he's kind of poking me with his with his testing tools, and we're talking about specs and things like that. And then eventually I get in the box, and he shakes the box and ships me back off to to Seattle here. <laughs> that was a that was a fun one. That was that was one of my favorites. I didn't realize that was a uh, that was a Zach joint. That was so the, that, that was, was a Zach one. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, that's and then um, most recently, you did an unboxing of the Flip and the Fold. This one was a little bit more low-key. 
Uh, yep. This was uh, had some uh, had some T-Mobile <laughs> folks in. It looked like a retail store, and you were just kind of showing off like the camera features and stuff like yeah. that. So that so, one, uh, um, yeah, that one was actually at the Five G and Me Tech Experience. That's on our corporate campus. That's uh, the one. Okay. It's a new space, and it was. Uh, the idea behind that is we're we're still in COVID. We're trying to be mindful of being out in the world doing crazy stuff, and we don't want to sure. encourage too much of that yet until it's safe for everybody to do so. Uh, but we did have the opportunity. We had a the crew and all the all the um, members that were involved, all the T-Mobile employees. Everybody was vaccinated, and we took mm-hmm. safety precautions. But that was a that was an opportunity to put in the hands of some folks who don't maybe necessarily choose. A Samsung device, or have never seen or used a folding phone, a foldable. Yeah. Um, uh, put it in their hands and kind of get reactions for the first time of this cool new technology in the folding screen, both of a flip yeah. and a fold. And and uh, then I kind of narrated over the top some of the use cases they were they were doing and stuff like that. A little bit more low key, yeah. Nobody, no potential injuries there. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no uh, crazy insurance claims. Um, but it was it was fun to see we kind of the way it ended up getting edited uh, you kind of get a lot of surprise and, and happy faces and people posing once they once they realize they can kind of see themselves and the phones down on the table it becomes a, oh hey check out my hair and check out yeah check, right. oh, my tie looks good today and stuff like that right <laughs> so it, it's pretty fun to see people react to new technology that way. So following up on that unboxing, I wanted to ask you the question because you never answered this in your in your unboxing. Are you a flip or are you a fold? Uh personally, boy, it's I love all my children equally, but uh I I think <laughs> no, you don't. I know, true, 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 totally true. Uh I would say probably more of a flip these days. I really like the flip. The okay. fold the fold is is um and I think I'm a, maybe a spoiled kid because I have a tablet, I have a computer, and I have a smartphone. Um, sure. Uh, if I did not have a tablet, uh, I would say fold because it's a tablet. Okay. It's a tablet that folds in half and goes in your pocket, right? And you can answer calls right. on it. Uh, but because I have a tablet, I'm I'm more of a I lean more in the direction of flip because it's just fun. It's it's like remember I was the product manager for razors, crazers, rockers, riders. And so folding phones and sliding phones and sidekicks that have flip-up screens, it's fun. There's a fidget factor. And, and you know, Michael Fisher, right, talks mm-hmm. about uh, when phones were fun. And that's a great series he's got going. And it, it's yeah. true. Like, we, we have a bunch of uh, rounded rectangles or squircles these days, mm-hmm. as we like to mm-hmm. call them, right? Um, and when you get something that works differently, that plays differently and has a reason for it, it's pretty cool. It could be a small phone, like a Palm, where they say, you know, disconnect from being connected with this little tiny thing because we're going to make it yeah. hard. We're going to make it hard for you to use a phone. Right. <laughs> or, um, or, or a flip where it's a folding screen that, uh, you know, you can do a little triage. You can see uh, an important message that comes by. Uh, yeah. And then flip it open and, and answer if you want. And then the fold, which is you can be totally functional. Uh, and then you can take it to the next level and watch a movie, right? So like yeah. on, on an airplane, if you're a traveler or a business person, and as we get back into people doing more of that, there's a great mm-hmm. example where the fold is like the road warrior creator. You could, I could see someone using um, an editing app and uh, an editing video if they needed to on a, oh, on a sure. fold if they want if they were so inclined to do so. That sounds like a Juan Bagnell video waiting to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, 
So, okay, so one, uh, I wanted to touch on a couple more things about the unboxings. Um, And and I want to just kind of, of the unboxings that you did, which one stands out to you as, like, your favorite? Like, this is the one, like, if anybody wanted to know, hey, Des, what's, uh, hey, Des, I want to watch one of your unboxings. Which one are you pointing them towards? Well, the the Sharks is the one we're probably most noted for. Um, Okay. But I think the one that uh, I honestly... There are, there are a couple of LG uh, unboxings that where with the LG team, we always kind of talk to our, our partners, our OEM partners, and say, you know, what's what's your desire for this phone? And, you know, this the Samsung phones are about how you live, how you can live your best life with their products. Um, yeah. And so we get to go on adventures. Um, and the LG guys um, always, you know, we, we, we had this desire to... Uh, to have them be cool. I think there's all there, you know, unfortunately LG is no longer with us, right? But there mm, were some, they, right? <laughs> Take a moment. There was always, I this, have an LG fridge. So perfect. That? I have an LG TV. <laughs> Works great, right? <laughs> there you go. But, but we don't have phones anymore. Uh, but no. they, they definitely, we always thought that they had some cool things. Like, like I said, when we were talking, the LG G2X was the first kind of NVIDIA Tegra processor, processor gaming phone. They had some. They have always had some cool stuff, and maybe they didn't get credit for it. So we were always trying to do something cool with LG. And a couple of the really fun ones that I will always think back fondly on is we did for the LG G8 ThinkQ, the worst named okay. phone ever, right? right? It's up there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that was the phone where you could like wave over the screen and things would. Oh happen. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it read your blood. It was a vampire <laughs> phone, right? And we were like, okay, just do this. Um, yep. And I, I was working with a buddy of mine who was actually the product manager for that phone, and he was like, "Well, you don't, you don't ever have to touch the phone. It's like a Mission Impossible where you're Tom Cruise and you're just dangling from the ceiling." So we made a Mission Impossible style unboxing uh, cool. that looks exactly the same. I mean, I'm no Tom Cruise, but uh, it is, it is pretty funny to see me suspended by wires in the, uh, in the get, trying to get the knock list, if you will. Uh, yeah. from, from Langley at the CIA headquarters. So that's a fun one. Uh, and then we did kind of the the last LG one that was really big for us was we did um, an Indiana Jones style unboxing, which was the Velvet, if you'll remember. Yeah. And that we did that, one, yeah. that we did with new technology, the same technology they actually use to make the Mandalorian. So it's an LED wall. Uh, okay. And most of the things in that video are not actually there. There's a pedestal uh, where the golden idol is. In this case, it's the velvet foam. Uh, yeah. uh, and I have to do a, a little uh, sand bag of sand kind of swap, but it's with the box. So I'm going to grab the velvet and put the box there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you know you have to get the weight just right. So if I put the SIM card in the box, that should be the right weight. And, of course, the engineering guys yelled at me. They're like, no, people have to use the new SIM card in the phone. So I got yelled at by engineering for uh, for not uh, demonstrating how to properly use the SIM it's card. It's creative license. Yes. Exactly. So for everybody <laughs> listening to the podcast, please always use the latest SIM card that comes in the box in your phone. There, and make that. sure you put it into the phone, not on the pedestal where you got the Because yeah. as you can see from the video, the box sank. I had a big bowler chasing me down the hallway. That's tons of fun. So those were fun. Um, but sharks, man, I'll tell you, I actually got uh, here. I'll take my take my Galaxy Watch off real quick. And okay. as a memory, it's upside down, but a shark tattoo there. And that is very uh, cool. That is, uh, I would say, if you if you 
ever are crazy enough to try it, uh, go swim with sharks. It's it's something else. They're they're awesome creatures. They're you know we talk about you've got dogs. They're they're kind of like big dogs of the ocean. They're they're okay. they seem to be very and now. In my experience, limited experience, uh, they were very cool to be around. They were very curious, but but actually quite quite nice. And you almost wanted like they had that kind of mannerism, like, hey, what do what are you what what are you doing out here, you you goofball? You sh- you shouldn't be give them a yeah. give them a cuddle, right? Give, or give them a big <laughs> bone and hope they just go away and gnaw on the bone and not on your leg. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, but sharks was pretty cool. But I really love kind of that creative stuff we did and. You know, yeah. I, I, to be perfectly honest, I'm very lucky to have had these experiences and to show oh, off sure. show off all these phones. Like the reason why we did a zip line is because we wanted to shoot with the phone. We wanted to show that experience that that was a T-Mobile area. Like we had 5G on a zip line in the middle of Puerto Rico um, right. after a hurricane, right? So, I mean, it was, you know, we were we were trying to give back to the local economy and and spend some money on that on that uh in that um adventure company's setting Mm -hmm. and do stuff like that and that's kind of like as we talk about and i i don't know if we're gonna if you're gonna ask me like what's next right oh yeah i think that's that's on the docket perfect Um, perfect so i'll I'll save that for what's next but that's you know those are the kinds of things we want to get back to and keep moving forward on is how can we give back how can we get out in the community and you mentioned on Flip and Fold there were some other people in the video. I, I can't do this forever, right? Uh, and I and I would like to be able to have some other people share those experiences, uh, and step up and step into the role of uh, doing some of this fun unboxing and education and and uh, continuing our kind of our T-Mobile tradition and our and my dad's tradition of being helpful yeah. and and having fun at the same time, right? We want we want people to to. So uh, is that a is that a teaser for a Des protege that's coming? That's up and coming. Or? Maybe someday. I don't. I don't think okay. we have a person. I have a great. Uh, I have a great team. I have a, a gal who works for me, by the name of Susana, who does a lot of what I do, but in Spanish, uh, okay. for to the T-Mobile Latino channels, uh, mm-hmm. as well as for Metro by T-Mobile. We do the stuff in both English and Spanish for those guys too. Um, nice. And as we as we keep moving forward, yeah, we'd like to get more people involved and. Uh, have people come in and share their experiences. I'm just one person, and mm-hmm. uh, I have a lot. As you, you know, we've talked about in this, but I have a lot of experience in building phones and building networks and developing products. And um, there's other folks out there that have uh, other opinions too, and we want to share those in different, different views and and different backgrounds. So that'd be cool. So um, of of the and I hate I hate to harp on the unboxing thing, but it's <laughs> kind of, it's kind of your brand. Yes. Um, from I, I want to ask you which unboxing made you the most nervous, and that's a two-part question. <laughs> which one made you the most nervous from a personal safety standpoint, and which one made you the most nervous from a production standpoint? Like, which one oh, was yeah. like the one like I don't know if I want to jump out of this plane, and which one was the one like I don't know if we can get this shot? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, well, um, the Galaxy S10 unboxing was our uh, was our jump out of the plane unboxing. Okay. And I was nervous. Uh, I was like, "Man, I've never jumped out of a plane. I'm going to be strapped to a to a because guy." Because why would you? Right. <laughs> well, because it's cool uh, to be to be uh, strapped to a uh, tandem parachuter and just don't drop it. Uh, you know, get the shot and all this stuff. And at about four thirty on the day before we went to shoot that video, um, I get a call from someone in T-Mobile's on T-Mobile's insurance team. 
uh-huh. they said, uh, uh, we just heard from the production company, you're going to jump out of a plane tomorrow. And I said, yep, that's the plan. And they said, no, you're not. <laughs> and I said, well, what do you mean? No, I'm not. And they're like, we can't, we can't possibly allow you to do that. Not, not, you can go do that on your own time. You can't do it on T-Mobile's time. And we went back and forth a bit. And um, turns out that I was not allowed to jump out of an airplane. Um, and so you have Who to, knew? you have to, right. <laughs> and I was like, but you saw that there was a thing with sharks, right? <laughs> you like, saw the sharks. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're uh, okay. I, I think unfortunately the insurance team may have missed the sharks or we're not informed oh, about the right, sharks. Right, so right. Yeah. lesson learned, just don't tell them what you're doing. Uh, Easier to ask for forgiveness and permission. True gotcha. statement. True statement. So yeah. how do I, um, show this cool video now so personal safety i'm jumping out of a plane okay that was scary now i'm not um and how do i now still get this cool shot and have this experience and so you'll see that that video we pivoted very quickly to wireless power share uh at at thirteen thousand feet and what i did is i put 360 cameras on the guy's helmets uh, yeah. And everybody, uh, there were, I think, gosh, one, two, three, four, about five guys who jumped out of a plane. Unfortunately, I was not one of them. Um, yeah. Everybody had an S10. They had the S10, the the small one, the regular, or the S10 Plus back then. Um, and they all, we all had ways to get them all strapped to their arms so that if they dropped the phone, it would just dangle and not go flying away. Lanyards. With, uh, important um, safety tip. Thanks, right, again. Right. But uh, <laughs> but we wanted to make sure we got some great footage. Uh, and them doing something cool. So wireless PowerShare was new, right? And you know, yeah. now, now lots of phones can do that. But it, in that video, you see they fly up together, they grab hands, and they wirelessly PowerShare at 13,000 feet while soaring down from a plane. And that video, we filmed it in 360. We filmed it in regular. We, we had all the cool, fun things. And that was just, from a standpoint of the production, were we going to get a PowerShare happen? So we actually rehearsed yeah. it. like those guys laying on their bellies in the airplane hangar like you know here's how the phones and you know maybe the tech you leave the phone has to go this way and you actually right. have to swipe down and turn it on so you know these are guys yeah. these are guys that are like like pretty basic smartphone guys like hey my phone's got a calendar i'm pretty good uh yeah. and you know they're they're professional parachuters uh, right. <laughs> uh they're not uh they're not uh they're not phone guys and so that was a little tricky but it was fun um, the other one, and we haven't mentioned it yet, uh, and this might be, you know, talk about the all-time favorite. I've actually been on the surface of the moon. Yes. You know, I, it's funny. I spent the last probably two days looking for that video, and I have not been able to find it. I don't know if I'm just not searching the right thing. Galaxy S9. Galaxy S9. S9. Okay. It's up there. Yeah. T-Mobile Galaxy S9. Link in the show notes. <laughs> moon unboxing. Yes. That one, so that uh, we actually, um, uh, you know, conspiracy theory, be what it is. We said we were going full Stanley Kubrick, and we created a complete um, fabrication of the surface of the moon in on a soundstage, uh, complete. Oh, with, I, I, I just thought you'd use the one from the sixties, but right? Okay. And yeah, well, you it, made a whole new one. I, I, I can't. Right. I can't. Some things, you know, we talked about. There's some things I am not allowed to talk about. I right, cannot confirm right. or deny if that was the same soundstage. For course, the moon landing course. from the '60s, Adam, you know that. But uh, sure. But we um, we did a surface of the moon unboxing. We got a spacesuit. I got to be a spaceman. There was a lunar lander. There's an Easter egg in that video where you'll see me testing camera capabilities, and you see Starman in the Tesla Roadster. Oh, fun! Fl- flying by, and that was that was timely for the time. I don't know if people will get the joke now, but it was uh, 
It was fun at the time. That one mm. was hard to do. It was hard to shoot. Um, the surface of the moon is apparently cement. <laughs> Or the or the or the quickrete uh, is what yep. what gets you that look, and you can't breathe on the surface of the moon. Space is a vacuum. We know that. No one can hear you a, scream. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that one was really tough to do, and we all we all kind of uh, inhaled a lot of uh, a cement uh, dust that that day. But it was uh, it was fun to do. So that's a fun one out there too. Nice. Very cool. And and it sounds like the skydiving one kind of transitioned from the personal safety concern to the how are we going to do this concern exactly. because you had a plane booked and someone's jumping out of it. How yeah. are we turning this into well, a video? And, and I got to ride in the plane. And to be perfectly honest, I think that staying in the plane after a skydive, I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys listening to the podcast or watching the podcast know how uh, parachuting works, but everybody leaves the plane, but the pilot typically, right? Uh, and the pilot is incentivized to get back down the ground as quick as humanly possible and conserve as much fuel. So they go into a, a freaking straight down dive. Oh, that's and fun. so myself and the camera guy <laughs> that were we we did have safety seatbelts that we were tethered to so that we couldn't fall out of the plane. Right. Uh, we also had parachutes so that if there was a problem with the plane. We would be skydiving whether we wanted to or not. Insurance or not. Gotcha. <laughs> right? um, but this guy didn't tell us. And everybody leaves the plane. And I'm like, man, I hope the footage looks good. You know, I'm too crossing my fingers going, please, please get the get the moment of the power share. And next thing you know, the plane's going straight down. I think we're crashing. And I about had a heart attack. And I looked back at Ben, the camera guy, and his eyes were like this big in the back of the plane. He just, neither one of us had any idea that that was coming. And it was huh. it was a ton of fun once we hit the ground. We were like, "Holy crap! Can you believe what just happened there?" Seriously. Uh, but I don't know if anybody stays in the plane and has that experience. And that was crazy. It was it yeah. Was, it was fun. Well, I don't know if you want to hear this on the air or off the air, but I have a suggestion for an unboxing. Yes, for sir. You. So Always. If, if if you want to go even more hardcore, um, I don't know if your insurance people have a problem with this, but um, I don't know if you recent. I don't know if you follow the uh, YouTube creators, Dude Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, they just did a uh, a a bucket list episode. Okay. And one of the guys, I, they all end with Ori, so I don't know if it was Corey or Rory or whatever. <laughs> anyway, one of the guys, the tall guy, I'll say that, was, I want to say, up near Seattle. Mm -hmm. And he did this experience where you actually climb out onto the top of a biplane and, like, stand Ooh. on top of a biplane while it's, like, doing circles and loops and crap like that. We, so, we, we have explored that option. I will tell have you. you okay, we have great. explored that option. There, there is. Spoiler alert! I was going to say, I feel like we have we have a bucket list too. We've talked about that. We've talked about uh, the very top of the Space Needle here in Seattle. Mm -hmm. You can. We've actually filmed out on top of the Space Needle um, around New Year's. We get to go up and do that, and it's freezing cold. I don't know why they always make it make us do it in December. Um, but you can <laughs> you can also walk around the outer ring of the space. Needle oh, nice! Is a thing nice. you're you're tethered. So can you imagine you know unboxing while walking you know however many hundred feet you are up in the air? Um, we've there's been a lot of cars and bullet trains. I've been stranded in the desert on an on an HTC unboxing. A helicopter took us out to um, uh, the Valley of Fire. I think is what it was called. It's out <laughs> it's out past Las Vegas. Appropriately named, uh, right? And uh, they left me on a on one of those tabletop kind of uh, mountains, and the helicopter flew away. 
that was interesting. I mean, we uh, we've we've seen a lot. We've done a lot, and uh, I can't wait for the next one. I think the the trick is always balancing the adventure and the craziness with still trying to explain what some of these cool features are. And so maybe the next few unboxings will be a little mellow, but we'll when we when the world starts to open back up, we'll get out there and do and do some fun yeah. stuff, whether it's with T Mobile or whether it's you know, for insurance reasons, it just has to be me. <laughs> may may I recommend the edge in uh, Chicago at the top of the Willis Tower. Yes, that's very so. cool. Very cool. So if you set up a table out there yeah. and like, you know, AI. and then what you could do with the Samsung, the the space zoom, you could take a shot of the sidewalk from yes. from inside the edge. There you go. See, so, you, I, right. I need a I need you as the producer. Adam. That's it. We're done. We're good. We'll okay. Um, we'll sign yeah, you up. I can, I can start tomorrow. You All have right, one, anyway. one more podcast so, today, right? <laughs> I, I do. I do have another podcast to do. Um, all right, so yeah, I mean, and actually, we kind of already transitioned to this. So, what is next for Des? We already talked about the possible protege. Any new unboxing teasers you can uh, share with us? We've got or... uh, we've got some pretty cool stuff. There's um, I can't say too much about what's next, but you know, holiday season's not over yet. There's a there's a few more. What are we in? Uh, where we're coming to the end of Techtember, about yeah. to go into Techtober. Uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah, there's, there's probably a couple more devices on the horizon here real quick that we're going to try to do some fun things with. Um, right. the other thing that I'm really interested in, it's funny, I'm looking at it, um, is, uh, because kids and things like that and some of the adventures and some of the places I've been able to visit, uh, I've been big into getting into recycling and sustainability and things like that. And as we're seeing more and more, you know, e-waste is a big challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. and so as we're sharing this kind of fun and adventure and we're going to some of these places we also are starting to or at least i've realized over the last few years that there's more that we have to do to both protect our environment and uh and kind of leave the world in a better place for our kids um and so we're starting to see more accessories uh and even devices that are coming in that are um that are made with recycled materials or things like that so we'll probably be doing some more how to's uh, nice. on like how to choose um, a good sustainable type of phone case. Like uh, I'm looking, so right here we have uh, on my my iPhone, I have a case from a company called Pivot. Uh, okay. And this phone, and this is like a video that I'm cooking up in my brain, but this phone self-cycles. So the materials they use in the case are actually susceptible to nature's uh, agents that would normally like biodegrade materials. Mm. And so, so like, would we go out to a dump? Would we would we do a naked and afraid out in the wilderness? And who can last longer, the case or Des or you know something something crazy? Now, no one wants to see me naked. Everybody's seen me afraid plenty of times. So you know there's, the <laughs> <laughs> but we we look to some stuff like that. And then I think uh, like we talked about uh, having some more people involved uh, in the unboxings and getting out there in the world. And uh, I'd love to take um, you know we've always talked about it, and I've got to figure out how to get it done. I'd love to take uh, a viewer, a fan, a follower, a T-Mobile customer, whatever that is. Uh, podcaster, excuse uh, me. Podcaster, <laughs> we'd like to take we'd like to take some people on the adventure with us, right? Because because yeah. I know it, uh, and I can talk about the you know I can get the product details covered all day long. But but what about that person who uh, sees uh, their favorite phone, a folder, a flip, or a 
Samsung, whatever the next Galaxy is or the next Note is, or you yeah, know, they they get both the surprise of being the first person to see it and touch it and feel it, um, as well as being on the adventure to talk about it, right? And and to I think that's that's one of the things that I feel you know, and you and I have talked about it even before the podcast, like the excitement of some of those first things. And I mm-hmm. remember when people used to line up outside of a store when we launched the G1. Um, and I walked down to the T-Mobile store that's below T-Mobile headquarters and I was going to Starbucks to get my coffee or sorry, I was going to a coffee shop to get my coffee. Uh, this podcast <laughs> not brought, brought to you by Starbucks. Um, there were like eight or nine people lined up outside the store to buy a G1 and you're like, wait, you're lined up to buy a phone and it's not from Apple. Wow. Right. That's cool. Right. That's exciting. And people got excited about this stuff. And now it's like, it's a pain and it's complicated. And so that's the other thing I'd like to do more of is, is find sustainable recycle things, find ways to help people simplify and just kind of make life easier and a little bit more meaningful and a little bit more fun, right? Get back to the, some of that fun. I think we've had enough stress in our lives. And so how do we, how do we make it fun? How do we, if we were to have you, Adam, for instance, how do we put something in your hands that you've never seen before or you've only heard about, then you're like, wow, I'm the first person that gets to see this outside of the engineers who build it, right? And like yeah. having having that honest, authentic reaction and being able to then say, okay, don't take my word for it. What does Adam say? Wow, yeah. it feels cool, it looks cool. Oh my God, the pictures are amazing. Um, whatever the case may be, whatever the thing is that they're, they're big into when the games on this phone are gonna look greater. Or whatever the or, case yeah, is. Yeah, or whatever. Right? Yeah. So, Those are, so I guess it's kind of almost it's like getting back to experiences. Yeah. And, and not just uh, a list of specs while some bozo jumps out of an airplane or gets, you know, flying down a zipline. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> even care about the phone. I just want to go on a zipline, man. Come on. Okay. Well that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah. You can do you can do Toro Verde. You can unless do, I exceed the weight limit. But oh, anyway. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You can do Toro Verde. The monster zipline. They actually in uh, T-Mobile Distrito, uh, which is uh, like in Puerto Rico. It's this kind of like uh, open air mall experience thing. They actually have a zipline built by the same guys right there in the in the in the mall. It's kind of like a Fun. entertainment. It's a, a little bit like a, there's a bunch of restaurants and bars uh, and some shopping areas and a concert hall and zipline and an adventure park all in this thing right in San Juan. Um, nice. And so there's fun stuff like that. I mean, you know, you 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 can still get out there and zipline. It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually uh, um, in in Lamont, Illinois, which is not too far from Lyle. Uh-huh. Um, they just built the world's largest. Um, it's like the with the with the things that you walk through the trees. What are those called? Oh, you, like, like the the adventure park, the rope, yeah, the adventure rope park, like. Ropes, ropes, ropes course. course. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. The world's largest and highest ropes course, or something like that. So. There's an unboxing idea right there. Just, there you uh, go. Just one hand. I got to unbox with one hand, and the other hand hold on the rope so I don't go dangling out of the trees. Give me a call. I'll set it up for you. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, well, Des, I think I have kept you as long as I said I was going. Actually, a lot longer than I said I was going to, but that's okay. Um, you have been an awesome sport about it, and so uh, now I want to go ahead and just roll out the red carpet. We've already talked about like where we can find you on the on the internet, but let's just go ahead and wrap it up in a neat little magenta colored bow. Sure. Um, so where can uh, where can people find your stuff on the net? So I am Ask Des A S K D E S on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
uh, TikTok, uh, Reels, you name it. Um, and then, of course, uh, currently working with and have been for a long time with T-Mobile. Uh, so you can find us on T-Mobile's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash T-Mobile. And, uh, and then, of course, my teams work also on the uh, T-Mobile Latino channel as well in Spanish, if, uh, if that's Very what cool. you need. So, yeah. You know, uh, when you were talking before about getting T-Mobile out on the uh, out on Twitter, uh, the, the one thing I thought about this, like as you were saying it, but I, I kind of forgot about it again, and I just remembered it again. But I actually ordered the Samsung Galaxy S twenty one Ultra. I am a T-Mobile subscriber. Yes, so, thank you. Um, so, um, but I actually ordered the Samsung Galaxy S twenty one Ultra through Twitter DMs. Nice. With T-Mobile, with T-Mobile customer support, which was just it just blew my mind <laughs> that they were able to do that. Right? Like, because I remember DMing them on like about one of the specials that you were having. It was the Pixel. It was a Pixel 4a. You were you were offering like 800 bucks for it or something like that in a trade in, and I like DM'd T-Mobile and I'm like, "Are you serious?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, okay. I might actually just do that." Then and he's like, "Oh, you want to do it now?" I'm like. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> I did it. I, I actually did it more for the curiosity to see if I could actually do it over Twitter DMs. Or sure. Not. And it was it was it was fun. So uh, I don't know. I don't. For the record, I don't know if the other guys can do that. But uh, I know T-Mobile can. So if you ever want to order a phone from T-Mobile, hit them up on Twitter DMs, and they'll take care of it. It's awesome. The T-Mobile so. help team are the best in the world. Michelle and the and the team who run that are they're great people and uh, they are constantly looking out for our customers and we appreciate them yes absolutely and i appreciate you for coming on to the show and for chatting with us about you know everything does and everything unboxing <laughs> it has been a real treat and i hope we can have you uh hope we can have you on again sometime thank you adam i appreciate being here it's tons of fun <laughs>